Trigger warning, Death and Friends is not a podcast for the light of heart. Many dark and serious subjects will come up. Listener discretion is advised. God, I'm starving. You're you're really eating right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, just as a heads up, this episode is about poop, so don't listen to this if you're about to enjoy some breakfast. Also, this one has absolutely no modern parallels at all. Just letting you know that. Just like in every podcast you love, one of us always lies, and one of us always tells the truth. I'm telling the truth right now. Nash, please, for one time. Shit. Welcome back, Skeleton Army. I'm Angel, and this three-day-old sandwich is Nash. Hello. I'm delicious. Wow. Okay. Well, it's not a sandwich if you eat it out of the jar, Okay. Nash. Today, we're going to be talking about... Oh, hang on one second. I lost my notes here. Uh, tetanus, Mary. What? No, that that doesn't sound right. No, no, no. no. Okay, right. Uh, tennis, Mary? That's not even an illness. That's not even a thing. Not Isn't anything. it, though? Isn't it? Isn't it really? All right, fair play. That's fine. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's typhoid. Hemorrhoid? No, no, Nash. It's uh, <clears throat> it's the uh, the disease typhoid, as in a fever. Typhoid, Mary. Oh. Uh... Black death, polio, spontaneous combustion. Dying comes and after death comes decomposition It may seem sad and also gross But here you are and here's your host Not an actual doctor But it's medical medical, medical facts With Dr. Angel Let's talk about that sweet, sweet typhoid you can pick up typhoid fever by ingesting contaminated water. Once you do ingest it, it makes its way from your intestines into your bloodstream. And from there, heads to your gallbladder, your biliary system, your intestinal lymphatic tissue, where it gets real comfy. And then, it multiplies. You start to show symptoms, mainly high fevers, diarrhea, headaches, and lethargy, unlike Nash's every day. Mm. Death from typhoid comes from when your body gets absolutely bodied by the infection and your guts perforate and hemorrhage and you develop pneumonia and just just little, little teensy wincy drown in a bit of your own fluids. Mm. Today we run that shit over with antibiotics, but in the 19th century, you just lived or died. No middle. And typhoid fever has a 10 to 30% fatality rate without treatment, baby. Woo! Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So now that we know how much it sucks, literal butt, let's paint the picture. Mary Malone is born somewhere in what is now Northern Ireland in 1869. <laughs> nice. 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 She gets the United States around 1883 to work, apparently alone, 
at the ripe old age of 15. She works as a domestic for a bunch of years, just like about New York, and where she goes, sickness generally follows. Truly a mystery. Our story begins in 1906, when Mary gets a dream gig. She's the main cook for a prominent New York banker called Charles Henry Warren. That is so many white names for one white guy. Well, he's rich. The richer you are, the more white guy names you have. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was some kind of secret. That's the secret to being a rich white guy. You need three first names. All three first names. The best three. (laughs) And the richer you are, the plainer they are. When you get to John, 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 you're the richest person alive. (laughs) Hello, I'm Jonathan Jim Johnson. What? (laughs) (laughs) They call me Triple J on the oil fields. Or Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Jeff Bezos. Or Bill (laughs) Gotti's. Nice. So she's at their summer rental house in Long Island, just cooking her little wee Irish heart out. Maybe adding a little seasoning, maybe a little something else. Time for a little of the summer mud, but Fall River strikes again. Zing! Callbacks. But it's worse. Six out of the 11-person household come down with typhoid fever between August and September, which those months are right next door to each other. It's like not the long gap at all. So you're telling me this white woman, the only seasoning she used is diarrhea salt. That is the grossest line you've ever said. Okay, so this is the part where we introduce the conflicting feelings antagonists of this story. Everybody, meet George Soper. George, please begin your supervillain-type shenanigans that also somehow make us relate to you. (coughs) Umbrella Academy. (coughs) This is how you write a villain. (coughs) Everyone knows it should have been Klaus. Interesting that the character that's probably somehow based on you is the one you think is the villain, Nash. I have an incredibly toxic relationship with myself and also everyone else. Insert Nicolas Cage meme face here. (sighs) (laughs) Wait, do do you really think I could see dead people like Klaus on the Umbrella Academy? Moving on, let's not worry about who thinks who can see what, who, what, where. Mm. Let's say hi to George. Georgie, buddy, baby. How's it hanging? George gets hired by white guy, Mick white guy, name, face, to find the source of the typhoid outbreak in collaboration with the guy who owns the rental property. Oh, good. I was worried there were not going to be landlords in the story. There are landlords in every horror story, Angel. All of them. Rich bastards. We. Rent is a legitimate form of business. Do you get paid by how long it takes you to laugh at poor people? <laughs> okay. Our buddy George knows only a few things about typhoid. It can be transmitted through bodily excretions, and it can live in water. Oh, hate that phrase. Bodily excretions. Mm. And qu- <laughs> is that So is that specific to just George? Or? Fun facts with Nash. Jazz hands. <clears throat> oh, right. No, it's not. Uh, not specific to George. Just quickly, here are some things that we know about typhoid in the 19th century. In 1880, your boy Carl Liebermeister, definitely a fake name, not really a doctor. They're like, who are you? And he's like, Carl. And they're like, Carl? And he's like, uh, Liebermeister? And they're like, your last name is Lovemaster? And he's like, yes, I'm a doctor. And they're like, why didn't you open with that? Pause the music. Hang on. So they ask him who he is, and instead of going, I'm Dr. Liebermeister, he goes, I'm Carl. Yeah, just Carl. Who do, what? <laughs> Carl Lovemaster. 
It's like Anthony Fauci introducing himself. It's like, I'm Tony. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm hey, McLovin what are you doing now. Here? I'm the doctor. I'm the guy who runs this place. No, you're not. We're looking for Dr. Fauci. That's me. <laughs> then say that, asshole. What we're saying is open with your credentials, everyone. Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's 1880. Carl Liebermeister suspects that the epidemic of typhoid is being caused by excrement in the drinking water. Do me a favor. Please stop saying excrement. No, never. All right. I'm just going to drink this water here. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't drink that water. That's okay. That's the excrement water we use for testing. This mistakes were made. We're a history podcast, Angel. We take it seriously. Uh, hey, Dom, come here. Moving along, William Budd, a doctor. That's important. He's a doctor. Definitely a real name. Definitely not very close to Butt, which would have been perfect. He's a medical professional. He goes on to demonstrate that typhoid can live in excrement and that the contaminated water was the source of the spread. Mm. Holy shit. Stop saying excrement. <laughs> no. And two, his name's William Budd. Yes. Yeah, so close to Bud. We were so close. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So what you're saying is. Yeah. Carl Lovemaster yeah. <laughs> and his friend Billy Bud yeah. are in charge of this. For sure, for sure. That's why we don't know that much about typhoid even to this day. Oh, my God. Now, now, Billy, get over here. Yeah, that's right, Carl. I'll tell you what. What is, what is this that we have floating in this here water? I do believe that is either a melted Snickers bar or that's a log. <laughs> Did you say excrement? <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> It's some form of excretion. Wait, no, wait, now hang on, real quick, yeah. quick, real yeah. quick. Uh, did you say you said demonstrate, right? Hmm. When? That's something you you said demonstrate. Who? William Bud? Yeah, you said Billy Bud goes yeah. on to demonstrate that typhoid can live in excrement. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's something you said. Yeah, I mean, yes. What do you mean demonstrate? can't talk about it for legal reasons. Other doctors spend a lot of time trying to identify the microorganism responsible for the disease, which they do. And by they, I mean, brace yourself, Carl Joseph Eberth in 1879, also a real name, definitely a doctor. And then it's Jesus verified Christ. by more scientists and doctors who have real names, probably better names than those. And everyone just goes, hey, great job, second Carl. But then they called the disease genus Salmonella after the administrator of the USDA, who's <laughs> regrettably his real name is daniel elmer salmon okay so the cast of an actual sitcom yeah <laughs> is in charge of this uh-huh so you got a billy and two carls <laughs> and their boss danny salmon yeah yeah history jesus oh, all right um this is ridiculous these are all their real names they're real names bonafide birth names gross so George is following the outbreak through all these rich families because, to be frank here, those are the only people anyone really cares about. Yeah. He discovers that there's an elusive Irish cook that always gets up and leaves quietly as soon as someone gets typhoid. So George gets on her LinkedIn account and discovers that in the last five years of her work, seven out of eight families that hired her enjoyed the experience of getting typhoid. And after combing through her very open and unlocked Facebook page on a laptop that was left open, he starts to wonder if people can be healthy carriers of the disease, since obviously Mary isn't sick. But apparently, no modern parallels here at all, by the way. Uh, no one knows what asymptomatic means. No. Zero out of five stars would not recommend. 
George, in the most 19th century male way of getting something from a woman, just stalks her. He just Mm -hmm. runs around following her, trying to get her to give him bodily fluid samples. You know, for science. (laughs) Oh. Okay, does he think she's just going to shit on the sidewalk? (laughs) And he's like, yes, my chance. He's just running around with a beaker, an aluminum foil. Give it to me. He just He's tracking her down. He's like, hey, girl, can I get some of that sweet, sweet feces? <laughs> some of that sweet dark chocolate. Some of that f- Reese's feces. Some of that chocolate rain. <laughs> Let me get some of that sweet, sweet almond joy that's been left out in the sun too long. Let me get some of that five-day expired chocolate milk. Let me get some of that sweet diarrhea salt. This bit is too gross. Just move on. All right, fine. And according to Super, she says, nah, and threatens him with a carving fork. Now I'm wondering why I just give my shit to anybody that asks for it. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Who, who, who do you, what, what's, you know what, honestly, at this point, I, I, for free. <sighs> so George finds her again later at her boyfriend's house. Lots of things to unpack here, but there's no time. Mary is straight up like, typhoid is everywhere, man. Big deal. Get out of my face. My uh. body, my choice. <laughs> no. I don't have to wear a mask. It's my God-given right. <laughs> Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beam. Donald Trump is still the president. I love this energy for her, by the way. She's like, typhoid is everywhere. And George is like, yeah, babe, that's what I'm saying. It's everywhere because you're spreading it. Now, give me your, give me your poop. Give me your shit. <laughs> give me your shit. <laughs> give me your poopies. Put it in the bag. This is where things take a turn for the human rights violations, probably. Uh, Super calls up the New York Health Department and they get their emergency kidnap ban. This is a thing that actually happened because they definitely absolutely already have a kidnapping van. It's for tactical purposes. Mary gets arrested and they take her off to a hospital. Gotta point out that according to Soper himself, she's really pissed about this. And she was also not a dainty woman. That's in the records. And so at some point during this arrest, and this is true, one of the doctors is forced to sit on her so that she can't get away. Mmm, queen shit. They send her into a medical quarantine at a hospital and starts testing at poops. Yeah. And it's like, so infected, dude. Ooh. It's riddled. (laughs) It is riddled with typhoid. It is the king tut. Of typhoid poop. (laughs) It's like so much typhoid. (laughs) Like she blew up the restroom. (laughs) Like it's so bad. And then they're like, Mary, how often, just curious, how often do you wash your hands? And she's like, almost never, TBH. Wait, is that true? That's that's the thing? It is true, both of Mary and pretty much everyone else during this time period. Nobody really understood germs, and the public was like, washing hands, what a waste of time. Never heard of her. Okay, all right. Jesus Christ. There's no modern parallels. So Mary's in quarantine on North Brother Island. (laughs) North Brother. North Brother Island. Are you an Irish immigrant who (laughs) keeps infecting people with your shit food? Come to North Brother Island. Against your will. (laughs) Against your will. 
Hulk Hogan will be there for a different reason that's also shitty. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Scarlet Fever. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, that's why he's so tan. <laughs> now, at this point, the newspapers are like, oh, her name is Typhoid Mary now. We've decided this. This is a thing. Mm-hmm. And Soper's like, I'm going to write a book about it and call you Typhoid Mary. And both a form of copyright infringement and also just <laughs> shitting all over Mary. Um. Oh, by the way, and in, in case just to save face, he's like. By the way, you want some of these royalties? You want just like a couple of them, like tens of dollars. Tens of dollars would probably have been a lot of money for for Mary at that point. So like, pences, hey pennies, even. I love George's optimism to the point of delusion that at any point Mary is going to play nice with him, homie. Just real talk for a second. You accuse this woman of killing people, and to that she threatened to stab you with a fork, and then. You stalked her, screaming for her poo, and then had her arrested and medically detained. And you're like, hey, babe, want 5% of my new book about you where I call you by a rude nickname the entire time? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You so do. What an incredible summer. <laughs> the doctors in the quarantine are like, yo, shoddy, we're pretty sure it's in your gallbladder. If you want to, we could just yank that on out. And maybe you can leave. And she's like. No. Can you do that in an Irish accent to be accurate? Yeah, sorry. No. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> she doesn't believe she has typhoid, and at the time, gallbladder removal surgery was uh, pretty dangerous. I don't think I have my gallbladder. I don't have mine. Huh. Nice. High five. Gallbladder <clears throat> was so chaotic. Yes. Gallbladders hold things together. Re- just remember, at this time, nobody's washing their hands. So let's just like to start why it's dangerous. Just like to start. Right now, literally, me and Nash have not washed our hands. <laughs> never, never washed a hand. It's been 84 years. No, we mean in the time period. No one's washing their hands. Yeah. So I mean, I also have milk on my hands from when I was a baby. <laughs> okay, lots to unpack there. She gets kept in quarantine for nearly three years, all the while maintaining she's not a carrier. She tries to sue the New York Health Department during that time for being treated, quote, like a guinea pig, which is fair. It's very fair. She also sends off her stool samples to independent labs, quote, via a friend. Gross. And those come back negative for typhoid. Just to clarify that, she asks a friend to come visit, and her friend presumably leaves with Kaka to send off her testing. With friends like these, who needs enemies? To be fair, both friends and enemies of Mary are constantly trying to take her literal shit away from her, so. Oh, that's fair. So not everyone is cool with Mary being locked up, BT dubs. Some folks are like, hey, just a thought here, just spitballing. Maybe just teach her how to wash her hands and make her promise not to be a cook anymore. Just an idea. In 1910. Eugene H. Porter. Eugene H. Porter. Get the fuck out of here with that name. Who is the New York Public Health Commissioner is like, okay, it's officially weird. Guys, we're just holding on to not sick people on Hulk Hogan Island. Let's just, just let them go. Get out of here. We're spending so much money. Go on, get. You go on and get. Because that's how they speak in New York. They're like, hey, brother, get the fuck out of there. Uh, Mary gets freed and she promises not to be a cook anymore and walks off into the sunset with presumably George Soper. Like 10 feet behind her, wearing a fake mustache. So Mary starts working in the laundry, making less than half the wages she made as a cook. At some point, she gets an infection and becomes unable to work for a bit. She has a real hard time making ends meet. She's sort of bullshit about that fact. And eventually, Soper loses sight of her. <laughs> yes, because he's still just constantly watching her. You know, like a nice guy. <laughs> 
I like the idea of him being like, all right, and I'm just going to tie my shoe and like, fuck, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, she's just like... <laughs> just yeeting herself away. <laughs> just trying to get the fuck away. Oh, I wish I was dainty and that guy hadn't <laughs> sit on me fucking my legs up. She's like, you know what actually take that gallbladder out? I bet it would make me slightly faster if I weighed less. <laughs> At this point, I need to be more aerodynamic. <laughs> She starts working in kitchens again under fake names, mainly in mass kitchens. She never stays in jobs long, probably because her favorite stalker is out there, and probably <laughs> also because weirdly everyone just keeps getting sick with typhoid, because, man, that shit is everywhere all of the time, but definitely around Mary. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Just yeah. can't explain Why? it. Because in 1915, just like Slim Shady, Mary is back, and so is typhoid. Will the real typhoid fever please stand up? We're going to have a problem here. Oh, Y'all act like you've never seen a white lady before. Oh. Alrighty. So it's called poop, Nash. Yeah. It's called poop. Yeah. Ma- Mary gets hired at Sloan Hospital for women. Yay. In a manner of probably like literal seconds, a bunch of people get sick and two people die. Like, I think she was like, hello, my name is Mary. And then two people died. Like, literally. <laughs> One of those doctors at Sloan calls in our good buddy, George. Hey. And he's like, she's here. Mary runs, but is ultimately arrested and brought back to quarantine for, hang on one second, let me check my notes, the rest of her life. What was that? I didn't catch that last part. The rest of her life. I'm facetiously checking my notes because she literally went there for the rest of her life. Forever. She's still there now. Wait, wait, seriously? Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. What yeah. the fuck? She goes into her second quarantine on North Brother Island in 1915, and she dies in 1938 on North Brother Island in quarantine. So what you're saying is that it's possible to just yeah. live in quarantine mm-hmm. for longer than a year yep. and be like, fine. She had her own little cottage, apparently. She got to take day trips off the island. She just couldn't cook anything for anybody. She had a little side job cleaning some stuff for a pathologist. Like, it's a nice little... Well, look at that. Yeah. But hey, it's not all sunshines and daisies being forced into a medical quarantine against your will for 23 years until you have a stroke and then end up partially paralyzed for a few other years and then die of pneumonia in 1938. It's not all that. Oh, well, it's very fair. Mm. But also... Real quick, credit to our boy George, just a wee bit. Mm -hmm. See, Mary did infect 122 people and kill five of them. Yikes. And he did discover that perhaps people could be healthy carriers of disease, which is a fact that we have not needed at all. No. Since then. Definitely not very recently. Not even a little bit. You dumb assholes. At this point, I just want to remind you that George was still really weird about it, and he let the public bully this woman by calling her Typhoid Mary all the goddamn time. She killed five people, Nish. She just wanted to make money, Angel. She would literally leave jobs when people got sick because she knew! Someone sat on her in a kidnap van. You know what? <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> and on that very agreeable note Mm -hmm. that's the episode a special thanks to you our favorite listener remember to subscribe on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts a rate and review would also be nice you can also follow us on instagram and twitter i'm at gorilla jokes and i'm at it's nash flynn and of course follow the podcast at death and friends podcast 
Want to become an official member of the Skeleton Army? Yeah. Join us on Patreon. We use it to cover our sound guy's medical bills. In order to properly write medical facts, we expose Dom to all the illnesses and ways to die we talk about on the show. Yeah, we gave him typhoid, uh, we think. Fingers crossed. Let me take a sample here. Dom? You poop yet? Dom. Dom? Jake! Get the van! So check it out at patreon.com slash deathandfriends. We gotta hurry. Uh, Quick shout out to all our patrons. Edgar, Andrea, Diane H, Luella B, Vicky R, Kevin L, John D, and Andy C. Hey, Vicky, hope your birthday was good. Oh my god, alright, hurry up, hurry up! Get Get the keys! Real quick, death is tricky to talk about, and it's always not super fun. We tried to line it up this week because the last week was terrible. But we need you to remember something super important. You are loved. You matter. And if you don't want to be your own friend, we will happily be your friend. If you ever find yourself arrested and in need of poo testing, I'm your person. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Hurry up. That's good. Ah! Until next time, Skeleton Army. Stay spooky. Love Love you. This has been a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Executive produced by Jacob Duffy Halbleib. Audio design by Dominic Guanzon. Themes and transitions by Amy Doe. The fuck is a knave? Remember this is a comedy podcast? Don't use it in your research papers. I like how you didn't read that line. No, it's too mean. I hate it when people people tell me that because I'm like, oh, I guess we're going to fight? Because... White people love selling it to each other, and I'm like, mm. that's because nobody ever tells us to. So them's is fighting to words. No, yeah. them's is fighting words. No, you've never met a white boy that you can like tell from the word go that no one has ever said the words "shut the fuck up" to them. You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah, every like an... single one I've ever met. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. just gotta do the work, you know. Death. Bring, bring. You're just gonna you're just gonna die in medical facts. Oh man. Spontaneous combustion. Death? Oh, is this where you're gonna put the twilight music or Yeah. Truly a mystery. But our coming story. to home video. <laughs> Scooby Doo and Typhoid Mary. <laughs> I want, I really look forward to that uh to that movie, Harry Potter and the Curse of Typhoid Mary. <laughs> All I can think of is the ring, but it's not about a ring. You know what I mean? It's like about a butthole. I mean, it's just yeah. not. It's about a white lady coming out of TV, sure. <laughs> there are a lot of euphemisms for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at them. <clears throat> or anything. But our story begins in 1906. Percy Jackson and the Typhoid <laughs> Okay, Percy sorry, Jackson sorry, was sorry, only sorry. mythology. Yeah, this mythological creature that is Mary. She's real, bitch. Oof, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't do this to Mary. Death? Truly the grossest line you've ever had on the show. Okay, so this is the part where we introduce the conflicting... Really? It beats piss cake? Oh. Well, <laughs> piss cake was historically accurate. That's the problem. That's where we the, run into oh, it. You yeah, know what I mean? That's the bummer. That that's was the real. bummer. That it was real. Diary assault. Thankfully, we're not there yet. Death? It puts the popies in the basket. <laughs> oh. oh. That sounded more like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You immediately adopted the poop. I, I was, was born in it. Molded by it. Molded by it. Uh, yeah, man, what we're saying is get to a hospital. <laughs> Death? Okay. It's. Do we not know this guy's name? It doesn't matter what his name is. It's not a, a good name. It doesn't name. matter? Is it another made-up ass name? Do you, want me, to, we're not do you want me to fact check it? Hang on. Uh, uh, let me find uh, out. It's the goofiest fucking name. 
Uh, Eugene H. Porter. Just fucking Get the boring. fuck out of here with that yeah. name. It's dumb. My name's Eugene H. Get Porter. Out Get out of here. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay. Anyway. The odds of someone listening to be like, Eugene H. Porter was my grandfather. Well, he was full of shit. Unless his middle name was Hellfire, it's just not cool. We're not saying it. Death? One day we're going to do like a live recording of the episode with some patrons or something. And the faces of joy that Nasha gets when I read one of her lines that she's so proud of is just precious as hell. I love this bit because he has a real mustache. So I could just like picture him with a fake mustache just like slightly over his real mustache. It's <laughs> just like a fucking paper mache mustache over his actual mustache. It's like the same oh. exact shape. It's just like... <laughs> it's paper clipped on. Oh. Oh. Uh. I want All a drunk right. history version of our show where we just like act out the There's dumb a drunk bullshit. history episode of Typhoid Mary. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Damn. really good. Damn you, drunk history. I don't even have to be drunk to be this dumb. Like, alcohol not involved. Death? Uh, I can rap that whole song. I won't, but I can. But you won't? I won't. You should. No. <laughs> we'll put it on the Patreon. We absolutely won't do that. Jaws on the floor like Pam, like Tommy just burst in the door and started whooping her ass first before they first were divorced, following over furniture. Oh, it's a return to the... Oh, wait. No, wait. You're kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. Feminist women love Eminem. Chicka, 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 some shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him walking around, grabbing his you-know-what, flipping the you-know-who. Yeah, but he's so cute, though. Yeah, probably got a couple of screws up in my head loose, but no worse than what's going on in your parents' bedroom. Because sometimes we just get on TV and just let loose, but I can't. But it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose my bum is on your lips my bum is on your lips and maybe if i'm lucky i give it a little kiss and that's the message that we deliver to little kids and expect them not to know what a woman's clitoris is of course they're gonna know what intercourse is by the time they hit fourth grade they got the discovery channel don't they we ain't nothing but mammals okay i need to be done <clears throat> i ran out of air <sighs> Dom, so cut that and put it on the patreon baby do not do it <clears throat> do the whole thing that was incredible i'm genuinely impressed why like the whole time i was like that's my friend that's my friend <laughs> i used to listen to that song non-stop while i played neopets because i was like i'm from the streets you're like i'm from these streets out here i gotta take care of my pets my i was like my i know what eminem pets. is talking about murder then i was like neopets jesus christ in heaven death she had her own little call it College? No. College. Welcome to Typhoid Mary's College of Fucking Shit Up. Here you can learn how to cook a good Irish meal and kill everyone just for existing. This is how the Irish seek their revenge. They were like, go on, Mary. Get on the boat. Take down America. She's like, America didn't have anything to do with the famine, Daddy. Get on the boat, Mary. Coming this summer. New Line Cinema presents. She was an Irish immigrant with a mean streak. Go on, Mary. Go take care of them Americans. Starring Mark Wahlberg as Typhoid Mary. <laughs> and Matt Damon as George Soper. Hey, babe. I can't do Matt Th- that's Damon. That's your Matt Damon impression? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I even did a decent Mark Wahlberg. <clears throat> huh? What? Who? Hey, go. I had a beard like that in the perfect storm. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> hey, boss. I just cooked this meal. 
Don't die, all right? <laughs> Death? Someone sat on her. <laughs> you know what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, no, I gotta do that one again. I didn't expect okay, okay. this line to be so funny. Okay. <clears throat> Someone sat on her in a kidnap van. <laughs> 